I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode number six, Kids and Money. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello, everyone, and happy back to school. This is the time of year when kids are getting back into the groove of school and moms are kind of getting back into the routine of not having kids at home all during the summer. Before I get started on our topic today, though, I just wanted to say a big thank you for the amazing support I have received for this podcast. I really appreciate your kind words and your generosity in sharing my podcast with those you know and love. And I just feel so grateful to share this information with you and hope it's giving you um, the value to create the confidence in your own money journey. Now, as I was saying before, it's back to school. It's that time of year where kids are going um, and experiencing school. With my own kids, they kind of have some mixed feelings about it. I really do think they love the flexibility of the summer, uh, the late nights, the no schoolwork. But for me as a mom, I had a really difficult time keeping them focused on their goals. I thought that was a little bit of a challenge, especially this past year. Now, some of my kids were excited for school. My youngest in particular was very excited for school and seeing her teachers and new friends. And uh, my older kids are looking forward to seeing friends. However, they're just not as fun as this, of the structure, getting up early in the morning, um, as well as maybe the schoolwork and extra work that they have to do. But I thought this time of year would be a really good time to talk about teaching your kids about money. And When my husband and I had our kids, I always knew I wanted to teach them about money and how to use it because I really felt if they learned about money, especially at an early age, that would be something that would really serve them in the future. And the more that they could develop the skills and consistency around money when they were young, it could really serve them throughout their lives. And the way that made sense to me was helping them have the experiences as well as as the knowledge to earn money and then to utilize it. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit today about what my husband and I have done with our own kids and you can glean some information there that might be beneficial for you and your family going forward. Giving kids experience to use money, to spend it, to save it, to also make mistakes with it is gonna be very valuable information for them to know how they can utilize that to their best benefit in the future. Now, what we've done with our kids is gave them the opportunity not only to earn funds, but we also wanted to help them divide that money up into different categories. Some of the categories that we focused on were things like tithing, savings, and spending. Now, for some of you that aren't as familiar with the word tithing, uh, basically we deem it as we give 10% of our earnings back to God. So that's how we've chosen to utilize and use that category. As we started teaching our kids about money, it started off very small because our kids were little and just gave them very basic things. And then as they grew, we were able to teach them more and more about money. And let's be honest, my husband and I also needed to grow with our own knowledge about money and what we wanted to teach our kids 
about money. So we were both kind of in that learning and growing phase. And I think that's a very good thing for us to realize as adults as well is that we don't necessarily have to have all the answers all at once. But if we're actively seeking for that knowledge and helping our kids to have this knowledge too, it can prove very beneficial for both parents and for kids. And what we started doing when our kids were really small is offering a monthly allowance for chores. We thought this would be a really good idea. Now, there's a couple different categories I want to touch on for where we started versus where we are right now. At first, we started offering just a monthly allowance and throughout the month, just having him do certain chores. And then we have switched to the method we're using today, which is giving opportunities to earn money based on the work they perform. And I'll explain why we changed as well. As a background too, monthly allowance could be used on a certain amount of money you offer for specific chores being completed, or you could offer an allowance as a standard in your home and not attached to like a specific job. And that's what my husband and I tried. We just said, hey, if we give you a certain amount of money, like $20, and throughout the month, we'll have you do a certain amount of chores and attach that to earning that money. We picked a list of chores for each of our kids according to their age and their ability to accomplish. For example, our younger kids would need to pick up their toys when they were little and our older kids would clean a bathroom. And this went really well for a time. They would do the work we've asked them to do. They would get their monthly allowance. They felt very accomplished having that money. However, our kids decided that some months they would rather go without the allowance so they wouldn't have to do any of their chores. And we quickly decided that in our home, that is not something we wanted to have happen because our home started to get very messy. Toys weren't being picked up. It was very kind of haphazard. Things were left out. And we decided as a family, we want to work together to take care of our home and the things that we have. So we switched from a monthly allowance to giving the opportunity to do jobs to earn money based on the work that they perform. And we also decided that there were certain chores that each person needed to complete as part of their responsibility to help the family without monetary compensation. And in the second method, which we've implemented with our kids, the specific jobs need to be completed on a weekly basis. Things like keeping our rooms clean, helping out with laundry, their own laundry and cleaning a bathroom. And then if they're willing to do extra jobs, we are willing to pay them for their quality of work. And according to my kids, <laughs> now we, we obviously want them to do their best work, but according to our kids, they don't think we pay as well as they think we should pay. But we have found this method to work so much better because they are more responsible for taking care of themselves and their space and also being able to teach them that the more effort they put into doing the extra, the more money that they can earn. And I feel like that's a concept that's really important to learn as we go into adulthood, that the effort we put forth can then yield greater return on our investment, whether it's monetary gain whether it's working towards the goals that we have for ourselves, whether it's learning work ethic. I think there's so many different things that we can learn by learning to put forth the effort now when they're young. And we still help each of our kids divide up their money into their different categories. For our oldest, who is now 16 and has his own job outside of our home, which has been a whole new kind of realm of freedom for him, we actually have four different categories set up for the money he earns. 
He also has his own bank account to help him divide up these funds, which we have found to be extremely helpful. So he divides his money up into tithing, number one. Number two, a long-term savings. We could also classify this as more of like retirement type of savings, so very future savings. Number three is short-term savings. I would classify this anywhere from six months to five years. And then the fourth category is spending. And what we have found dividing up his money as he receives it is really building the skills and habit of all those different areas, the habits of giving, saving, and preparing for his future, and still gives him money to spend in the present. Now, I think sometimes if I left him to divide up all of his funds, he would do a pretty good job, but a lot more would go to eating out in the movies. <laughs> which of course I understand, which is so fun, but would not necessarily serve him as an adult in the long run. I feel it's important for each of my kids to learn about taking care of their future selves, not just their immediate selves. Because spending all of their money now would really not serve them and take care of them later on. And this is not just a skill set for kids. This is something as a parent and a financial professional that I am still working on to make sure I have set aside money for my future self and not spending all that I have right now because later on when our future selves are now our present selves, we won't have those funds to live on and that's going to be very, very important for our future. So not just for kids, but for adults as well to practice that delayed gratification it's just a practice skill that we can all learn. And definitely me too. I am definitely learning this skill as I go along. But the more we can introduce it to our kids, help them be consistent, help us be consistent, the more it's going to serve us in the future. Now we have worked on this for many years now with my son and it it really is second nature to him to divide up his funds. And my younger kids now have these same four categories. But since they don't have outside work outside of the home, we currently help them with their long-term savings, which is currently their retirement account. And when they do earn funds, they put it into the tithing, the short-term savings, and the spending. Now, I'm going to be completely honest here. We're not great at this all the time. We're not perfect at this all the time. Sometimes my younger kids don't always put the same amounts in the same categories as my older kids. It's still a work in progress, but we're developing and learning as we go. And I think that's one of the biggest parts of this that's so important is to not only start, but try and be as consistent as possible. But you don't necessarily have to be perfect at it all the time, right? That's probably an impossibility to be perfect all the time. But it's the more we are consistent at it, the more it can become habit and just service so much more in the future. These are just two methods for teaching your kids about earning and saving and spending their money. And I also feel it is really important to teach our kids about other topics around money as they age. For instance, topics like what are credit cards? What is credit? How does that affect them or could affect them in the future? Um, how can credit be implemented? How can they use it for their benefit? What are different ways to save for their future? What is compound interest? What is interest? How does interest benefit and not benefit? How could it work for them or against them? Money and maybe schooling in the future that they want to do. Budgeting, investing, money mindset. And these are just a few topics. The more information we can give our kids, the more that they'll have to go off of. Uh, when they're out on their own, when they have their own families, and it can just add to 
their experiences now to benefit them currently and in the future. Something else I wanted to address as well that I thought was really important, and it kind of goes hand in hand with what we've been talking about today, and that is work ethic. And like I mentioned earlier, for us and our family, we feel like it's so important to give our kids the opportunity to work and see how their effort and the things that they do translate into what they want in their future. So my younger kids currently are 8, 12, and 14 and do not have consistent work outside the home. But we have encouraged them to find ways to bring in additional income and to get creative. Now, I do see around uh, the neighborhoods, especially for younger kids, those sweet cookie stands and lemonade stands. And I just applaud the entrepreneurship. I love it so much. One of the things my kids chose to do and have been doing for a few years now is sell the local pizzeria's frozen pizzas in the summer. And we've done this for a while now. And I just want to say thank you so much to family, neighbors, and friends who have supported my kids in this opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. It has taught them so, so much. And most recently, my daughter wanted some extra funds. So she took on the pizza sales for this summer so she could have money for school shopping. It's not necessarily just a walk in the park, right? She needed to go out and make the effort to not only find those who would like to buy pizzas in her area, she needed to record all the orders, take payment, get their contact information, and make sure that she delivered her pizzas on time. You know, and once all the orders were made, she needed to make sure she did an accounting of all her funds to make sure she had all the payments in and made sure the money was split. So some of the funds went to pay for the pizzas in the local pizzeria, and then also part of it went to her own compensation. From there, she had to make sure um, she went in and paid for all the pizzas, that she got the frozen pizzas and then delivered them to her customers. This was quite the process, and it took time, and it took effort on her part, but it yielded the results she was looking for. She was not only paid for her results that she could use um, on school shopping, which definitely came in handy because she needed extra funds for the things she wanted, but I think it also taught her many other skills along the way. She had to learn to make the commitment and effort even when she didn't want to, to make sure that those funds were available to her. She also had to make sure that she was doing an adequate job in recording and processing all the payments and making sure she had the right accounting for all those payments. She had to make sure that um, she was keeping up her end of the bargain and her commitment to her customers and getting those pieces to them on time and in good condition. And I felt like that really has taught her and my other kids that have participated in this so much, not just about gaining money, but in what they did as far as their work and their effort and what kind of results that could yield for them. And in my experience, I've really found that if my kids can connect their work and effort to creating the results they want, it will really serve them so much more in the future. You know, and they can apply that knowledge base to so many different areas of their lives, not just in money, but in all the things that they want to do and to accomplish. So I hope you found this to be helpful today to learn a little bit more about what we do and how we teach our kids about money. And then next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about the example we set for our kids and money and how that can play into their understanding about finances as well. 
I hope all of you have a wonderful day today and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me today. Please let me know if you have any questions or ideas of things you want to learn about in upcoming podcast episodes. You can reach me by email at amberpetersoncoaching at gmail.com. And if you find this podcast to be beneficial and is supporting you in your goals, please leave a review. That way others can find this podcast as well. I appreciate you and look forward to taking this journey together.